right, Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. It's Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. I was listening to a podcast this morning. They're talking about central banking, digital currency, CBDCs. And they're lamenting the fact that banks and governments and financial institutions will use this to control your life. And I thought to myself, no kidding, they've been talking about this for years. Reading another report, it talks about how uh, you're about to have a carbon passport, a carbon passport, and this carbon passport will determine uh, how much carbon you've consumed, how much carbon you can consume. We are approaching an age of a global despotism, global tyranny, global absolutism, where your existence will be measured by other people, that, that your ability to exist will be determined by other people, that your ability uh, to live, biologically survive in this life will be determined by a system of values that is 100% antithetical to the Holy Scriptures. And where are the pastors? Where are the pastors in this? Where are the preachers in this? How come the preachers aren't talking about central bank digital currency? How come the preachers aren't talking about carbon footprints? How come the preachers aren't talking about uh, Agenda 2030 and the 15-minute city and the effort to cull humanity and the desire to drive mankind away from eating meat. Meat will be reserved for the masters of the universe, the people that rule the place. Instead, the church runs around and they grovel and they worship before a group of people who call themselves Jews but are not. They're not the biological descendants of Israel. They're not the biological descendants of Israel. They're identity thieves, they're frauds, they're imposters. They claim to be something they're not. These are the people that call themselves Jews. And you don't have to read history to understand this. You can read it. Arthur Kessler of the 13th tribe is an excellent source, excellent source. You can also try Wikipedia and you can learn about all the other peoples that were not the biological descendants of Israel who converted to Judaism and now call themselves Jews, including the Khazars, including the Edomites, including the descendants of Esau. But you don't even have to do that. You can just read the Bible. You can just read the Holy Scriptures. And if you believe what Jesus Christ said, Jesus Christ says they're not Jews. They're not Jews. They're liars. And they're the synagogue of Satan. But no, no, no. Nobody wants to offend the Jews. Lest, least of all the church. God forbid that the church of Jesus Christ offend the very people who are proud of murdering Jesus Christ and Stephen and Peter and Paul and the apostles and the early church, God forbid we offend those people. God forbid that we side with Jesus Christ and we defy those whom Jesus Christ defied. So the church is busy worshiping the Jew, worshiping the Antichrist, waiting for a rapture that will never come. We're waiting to fly away into the sky and so we don't do the work of the ministry. We have happy clubs. We have clappy clubs. We have shouting clubs. We have singing clubs. We have drum beating clubs. And the pastor will give you a 15-minute homily or maybe an hour-long homily, 
sermon on something that doesn't offend the Jews, anything that does not offend the Jews. I would remind you that everything that Jesus Christ said offended the Jews. I would remind you that everything that Peter said offended the Jews. The Bible says there's enmity, which is a deep-seated hatred even unto death, between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. Where is that in the church? There's, it's nowhere. James 4.4. 4. You want to be friends with the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. And oh, does the church want to be friends? Listen to, uh, I don't know, for some reason I saw a snippet of Snoop Dogg. He's some, some dude, I don't know. And uh, he says, the church needs to be more loving and forgiving. <laughs> oh, and I just wonder, you know, I wonder, you know, we're so loving and forgiving that the world, the world has, has, got, has gone to hell. And we've ceased to be the salt and light of society. Society's going to hell. You, you can have your church up on the hill and literally four blocks away down the hill from you. They're teaching trannies in, in, in grade school. Transient homosexuals in, in, in grade school. The church doesn't have any effect on society in America anymore. Zero. We're supposed to be bringing discipline to nations, to disciple the nations according to the Ten Commandments. We're so, supposed to bring the discipline of the Ten Commandments to the nations of the world, to the nation states of the world. The church doesn't even believe in nations anymore. The church won't take the side of Jesus Christ when it comes to the JQ. Friends, why are you harping this? Why can you? Why are you always talking about this? Listen, I'm trying to reach the church. We've literally sided with the enemy, and we're silent in the face of their slaughter and their depredations, of their evil. And when we go out there, we try to blame this person. We try to blame that person. Oh, society is so divisive. Listen, unity is not a Christian value. Tolerance is not a Christian value. Getting along with our neighbors is not a Christian value. Being loyal to Jesus Christ and what he said is a Christian value. And we've lost that. I'm telling you, we've lost that. Every once in a while, I'll hear some preacher out there. He's like, you know, the, you know God's mad at this church because we're involved in sin. Yeah, we are. We are. We certainly are. We all got our smoke and our cigarettes problem. We all got something going on. You're absolutely right. But there's something deeper and something more, more fundamental. And we're literally ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ. We're literally ashamed of him and what he said. And we will deny what Jesus Christ said. We deny what Jesus Christ said. We don't want to partake in what Jesus Christ said. We want to be loved by the world. We want to be loved by those that hate and reject Jesus Christ. And we're willing to be deceived by the enemy because it costs too much to stand up and fight the enemy and identify the enemy and identify the seed of the serpent, identify the synagogue of Satan, identify the children of the devil himself. Oh, you can't say that. And then you give me some man-made tradition. You give me some man-made rule that God did not make. God did not make this rule. God did not say, Thou shalt not be racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, or any way. He didn't say that. Those are the tr uh, Matthew chapter 15, 1 through 9. 
y'all want to talk to me about the washing of the hands, just like the Pharisees wanted to talk to Jesus. Jesus, your disciples don't wash their hands right. So y'all come up to me and say, Fritz, you can't be racist or anti-Semitic or homophobic. Jesus Christ looked at him. He says, you, he was mad. He was pissed. He says, you undermine and you denigrate and you deny the law of God. The very law that I gave you, the Ten Commandments for your little oral traditions, your little precepts of men, you undermine and overwrite the word of the, the law of God. And he started preaching the fifth commandment to them, which is racial loyalty. Oh, Fritz, you can't be racist. I don't want to hear about your hand washing laws. I want to hear about the law of God, the fifth commandment of God. Honor your father and mother. Whoever is calling your ancestors racist and anti-Semitic, you're worthy of death, said Jesus Christ. Said Jesus Christ. Said Jesus Christ. In the church, we put up all these man-made traditions or rules. We put them above the law of God. Oh, well, we, we reject racism in all its forms. The Jews are God's chosen people. And Jesus Christ, look, they're the children of the devil. The church has become a different religion. I don't care about your smoking your cigarettes. I'm not concerned about your smoking your, your doggone cigarettes. Oh, if we just all stop smoking cigarettes, God would send revival. No, the church is literally ashamed of what Jesus Christ says in his word. The church is literally ashamed of what Jesus Christ says and renounces what Jesus Christ says in his word and explains it away and papers it over. We've gone the way of the Jews in overriding the written word of God with our man-made traditions. And you wonder why there's no revival? Why would God send revival? Why would God bless what cannot be blessed? Why would God bless a church that is ashamed of what he says in his word? Why would he bless a church that has turned away from the law of God? Sermon on the Mount, he says that this law will never go away. Never. It will never, ever, ever go away. Don't you dare think I came to do away with the law. Look, if, if what I'm saying is not in the Holy Scriptures, write me. Send me a letter. Tell me. Oh, Fritz, it's not in the Holy Scriptures. No, it is in the Holy Scriptures. It is. And, and I, we're missing it. We're missing it. And God bless all the preachers who say we should, we should live sinless lives because they're absolutely right. And we all need to repent for smoking our cigarettes. They're absolutely right. Or whatever your little thing is. But the pulpits themselves, the pulpits themselves are ashamed of what Jesus Christ says. And they won't say what Jesus Christ says. They won't say what Jesus Christ said. They won't say what is written in the Word of God. And they will do everything they can to dance around it and deny it and ignore it. Sins of omission and sins of commission. And y'all wonder why the world's going to hell. Oh, it's the, the devil. It's the devil out there. And we're going to get raptured away. But you, stand, you can't stand up and face it. You can't stand up and, and say who's doing it. I got news for you. Elijah stood up and he faced off with people. He didn't sit in a cave and, and complain about the devil's work. 
He didn't go out there and love the sinners. Oh, we just need to love on these high priests of Baal. We just need to love them into the kingdom of God. And I weep. Was it not Samuel who hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gilgal? Because King Saul wanted to find and make peace with the children of the devil. And because of that, he's rejected for being king over his people. Saul was not violent enough. He didn't obey the word of God. He didn't slaughter the enemies of God. And Samuel the prophet hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord Jesus Christ at Gilgal. And the pulpits are full of men who will come along and say, well, Jesus Christ would never do that. Samuel hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord Jesus Christ at Gilgal. And Jesus Christ rejected Saul from being king because he wasn't violent enough. Elijah stood up against the prophets of Baal, stood up against the prophets of Baal, and they brought him down to the creek. And he slaughtered the priests and prophets of Baal, slaughtered them, killed them, chopped them up with swords and axes. And the church, under the influence of the people that call themselves Jews, has literally invented a new religion. The church has invented a new religion called Judeo-Christianity. They, they call it Christian. WW, you see all the bumper stickers, WWJD, WWJD, WWJD. What would Jesus do? I'll tell you what Jesus would do. And Samuel hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gilgal. And we, we, we have turned this thing that's now called Christianity into just another silly little religion that's worthless. It's a, it's a silly little religion that's literally worthless. We go to our clapping clubs. We bang on some drums. We tell each other how much Jesus loves us. We're, we tell each other we're going to get raptured the next week or the next month, and it's all a lie. It's all a complete lie. You're not going to get raptured out of here. You're going to live through the crap. You're going to live through the hell on earth that has been growing because of the failure of our generation and the many generations before us who refused to fight against Satan's synagogue. Instead, we've made peace with Satan's synagogue. We serve Satan's synagogue. We grovel before Satan's synagogue. And if there's any evil in the world, we don't blame them. We're going to go find somebody else to blame. The Bible doesn't blame the Democrats, doesn't blame the rhinos doesn't blame the progressives, doesn't blame the communists. You go figure out who Jesus Christ blamed. You go look at the book of Acts. You go read what Paul says. He says it's the Jews, man. Paul says it's the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Jews. The apostle Paul himself says it's the Jews. They murdered the prophets. They murdered Jesus Christ. They drove us out. They're hostile to all men. They prevent men from hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they may be saved. And the wrath of God has come upon them unto the utmost, says St. Paul. And the church utterly, 110% rejects that. That's the sin we need to repent of. We yearn for approval. 
of the Jew. We yearn for approval of the Antichrist. We yearn for approval of the synagogue of Satan. We yearn for approval from the world. Oh, Lord, look at me. I'm not racist, sexist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic like that guy over there at bloodandfaith.com is. Oh, no, look at me. I feed the sick. Feed the sick. I pray for the sick. I, 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 have, I have a little you know, ministry to, to, to feed hungry people. I support Israel. We take our church to Israel. Every, yeah, you get a free trip to Israel because the Jews have bought you off. Just like Judas Iscariot for 30 pieces of silver, you get your free trip to Israel and you take all your people over to Israel and you say, oh, this is God's people and this is God's land and blah, 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 blah. Got your 30 pieces of silver. You literally side with those who murdered Jesus Christ. The people that call themselves Jews today are not the descendants of Israel. And it's so plain, it's so easy to see. You don't, you don't even have to go outside. You just read the scriptures. Go read John chapter 8. Those people acknowledge that they're not the children of Israel. They said it to, the, to right to Jesus Christ's face. They said, we're children of Abraham. They didn't say they're children of, of Israel. They said, we've never been slaves. Well, that right there excludes them from being the children of Israel if they've never been slaves. And Jesus looked at him, he called them the children of Satan. Church is too Christian, too good for Jesus Christ. And so as you're waiting for your rapture, that's not going to come. And you look at the world collapsing around you. And you look at the evil growing. I'm telling you, the church is ashamed of Jesus Christ. We're ashamed of what Jesus Christ said. We won't side with Jesus Christ. We'll explain him away and we'll deny his very words. Because while well, we want to be friends with the world, and we want to support those whom Jesus Christ and all the apostles defied, all the apostles, go read the book of Acts, all the apostles defied the Jew. Go read Jeremiah. He defied the high priest. He defied all that whole class of folk. And then the people that call themselves Jews in the time of Jesus, they're not even Jews. Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com.